Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You're listening to Living Better in San Diego. I'm Vicki Pepper. Support the Enlisted Project has just completed its 11th year serving young military and veteran families facing financial crisis. As a nonprofit community-funded agency, Support the Enlisted Project, or STEP, has positively changed 250,000 military lives and boasts a 90% success rate at permanently changing financial behaviors over the 7,400 families served through its Emergency Financial Assistance Program. They also recently announced the launch of their new capacity building campaign, which will expand their ability to help more enlisted military members, veterans, and their families in San Diego and across the Western United States. On the line to tell us more is Tony Teravainen, CEO and founder of Support the Enlisted Project. Thank you for joining me. And also, you're a veteran, so thank you for our freedom. Uh, you're welcome, and, and thank you for the invitation, Vicki. Start by telling us about Support the Enlisted Project and its mission. Yeah, we worked to create Support the Enlisted Project uh, 11 years ago or so here in San Diego, and we had the opportunity to create it, and what we wanted to do was, obviously, we wanted to help our military families. They do you know, so much for us, and this is such a, a strong military supportive town. But one of the things we were seeing was there was not agencies that were trying to step into this space to permanently change financial behaviors. There was a lot of people helping military families get through all these situations, and we wanted to look at it. It's like, how do we keep them from coming back into these situations? And that, that was really impetus for creating STEP. How do we permanently change financial behaviors? Inevitably, what we did was create a behavioral intervention program to help these families walk through the challenges of their finances, figure out what their financial goals are, help empower them that they don't have to, for the rest of their life, they're not bound to be that dog that's wagged by the financial tail. And we do that through counseling. We have social workers that are financial counselors, and they're great listeners, and they're, we get them to be certified in financial planning and budgeting. So they can work with each one of these families and they can help them through the crisis. They can help them understand their place in it. They can help them think through the problems. And they can also start asking questions, which really help them focus on what they want their future to look like and then help them slowly put a plan together that they believe they can enact. What's the importance of STEP's new capacity building campaign? Well, STEP's new capacity building campaign will really give us the ability to put this program in front of more people. As we were building it, we weren't really a good understanding of how successful we thought we were going to be. And when we saw those numbers, that this program is 90% successful. So, you know, 9 out of 10 of the families that go through this program a year after they graduate are still working towards their financial goals, are still improving their financial situation and financial well-being scores. So, you know, it's highly highly productive for these families. And it's a great use of time. It's a great use of resources. And what we're seeing is the genie's kind of out of the bottle and more people are calling us 
from a larger geography and deeper within, you know, the density of these military bases that we have throughout San Diego. So if more people want the program, and if it is truly 90% effective at changing financial behaviors permanently, then why am I only offering it just this small piece of the military? And a few years ago, we piloted a program in Washington State to see if there was the demand for the program up there, if that community had the appetite to support something like us, and if we could work and build relationships with those military families and that military leadership in the state. And two and a half years later, and, and the answer is just clearly yes. And at the same time, we're getting calls. Last year, we handled cases from 36 other states. We didn't market to them, but they found us, and I just I don't have the heart to say no. So with this growing demand, both from just awareness of our program growing. And then at the same time, the intensity of need for these military families is growing uh, with the inflationary pressures. We decided we wanted to try to do more. And last year, the board met and the strategic vision was to move towards a national coverage in a manner that you know doesn't risk what we have built. We don't want to get too far out ahead of our skis because that doesn't help anybody if we crash and fall. So how can we, in a measured pace, be able to put this program in front of more people and change more military families long-term. So this capacity building program is going to give us the capacity to do it more today, help us put the foundational aspects into the infrastructure here in, in the business. And it's been very bootstrapped as we started, and we've tried to put more of this infrastructure in place. And we need, additionally, we need more social workers to handle these cases. And then at the same time, we're looking at cash flow down the road. We're looking at occupancy stability. So in this capacity building campaign is the purchasing of a building, which would save us about $300,000 a year in cash flow. And it would also obviously improve our balance sheet. So we'd look more attractive to larger funders, which, you know, we're not funded by the government. We're not funded by the military. We're not funded by the state. We have no fee-for-service programs and we're completely funded by the community. So trying to be as economical and fiduciary-minded as possible is definitely something that we have to look at. But yeah, expanding the capacity to serve today with the bodies and infrastructure, and then looking at how we can do that for the long term, which includes the building and building up our endowment, which is also included in this. Why is a national expansion important for STEP? Well, it's important for STEP for two reasons. So like I said earlier, if the program's truly 90% effective. Why am I only offering it to this select group of people? And so we kind of saw it as an obligation to continue to try and see if we can make that work. And I think with our community, our community has been very supportive of us, so they're going to support that. Additionally, you know, there's a negative aspect if I have to tell people no when they call me from across the country. And we've had people that have done it. And the last two cases I remember was a young military spouse. She called me up and my cell phone has always been on my business cards and they're all over the place. I've been distributing for the last 11 or 12 years. And she called us up and she said, hey, when I was in San Diego, I used your program and you saved my marriage. And now my neighbor needs you, but I can't find your office. And I said, well, where are you at? She said, Pensacola. And I was like, I'm sorry, but I can't help you there. And it's like, that just didn't make any sense. And it didn't feel good to say. And it wasn't building a good reputation and brand image. And it wasn't building trust in this community. And after I sat and thought about it, I said, well, I'm helping people in 29 Palms in Fort Irwin and Barstow in Ventura County. How is it any different in Pensacola? And the next day, I got a call from a veteran and I could tell he was just going down a list and he called me as just a matter of fact as possible. And he said, I'm a veteran. We lost our house. I just put the rest of my money in my fuel tank. Can you help me? And I could hear mom in the car yelling at the kids. I could hear the dog barking. I can hear his truck idling. And I said, where are you at? He said, UP. 
And I'm like, man, he's just like going down a list of phone numbers. This is just robotic talk. He's just like reaching out as a last ditch effort. And I say these next words and he's just going to hang up. And sure enough, I said, I said, where are you at? And he said, the UP. He said, Michigan. He goes, yep. And I was like, oh, I can't help you there. And he said, okay, thank you. Bye. And he just hung up. And I was like, I will never get that back. And there was no reason that I had to say no. And the number one core value we created with Steph was just do the right thing. We have to do the right thing in every case, in every instance. And I just didn't feel like we were living up to that core value. So military families are all across the country. They move, they carry our name with us. And I wanted to find a way to serve them. And now I can do it in small pieces, but how can I do it more holistically? How can I do better by our military families? How can I empower more communities to help us come together to help these families through these challenging moments? And in a one and done mindset, right, where we can help them this one time and from there they can just get over the hump and, and be on their own after that. So I feel like it's a moral imperative for our country. I'm speaking with Tony Taravainen, CEO and founder of Support the Enlisted Project, which serves young military and veteran families facing financial crisis. What are you most excited about for STEPS Future and what are your hopes for STEPS Future? Well, my hopes are that we'd be able to continue to change their lives and, the, you know, the financial futures, you know, continue to spread this message of financial hope and self-sufficiency to more people and empower them that they can take control of their lives and help them actually do it and then watch them do it and watch them take off and see the thank you notes and the Christmas cards and everything else they send us. I think that's my hope because that's really what we wanted to start. We started this because we felt like it was the right thing to do. So to see it continue to grow and be successful is very empowering. And over the next years, being able to get this program in front of more people, and it's a tremendous amount of work to grow any business. Uh, A nonprofit has its own unique challenges, and it has tested me as a leader in more ways than I could ever, ever even probably think about. And every day is a new battle. But at the end of the day, we're fighting the good fight. And so we need to continue to do our part. So as we continue to expand and get this program in front of more people and find ways to institutionalize it and build more of these relationships, I think it's going to do nothing but good for everybody that we touch and everybody that's involved with us executing. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How can the public support STEPS campaign and the organization year-round? So the public can support STEPS in a lot of ways. If you go to our website, 
teamstepusa.org. The top right, you just see kind of three buttons and one says apply for services. And that's where anybody that wants any kind of service can apply there. And then there's a volunteer button and a donate button. And what we see is a lot of people want to engage in different ways. We're blessed last year to have about 11,300 volunteer hours. People came in to help us do all kinds of different things. That represented about 32% of our total work hours at the office here or our total work hours period. So one of the things we do is obviously this emergency financial assistance program. And that's really our main program. That's what we want to put in front of everybody. But it's a very hard conversation to just start with. So what we have to do is build a relationship with everybody. We have to get our name out there. We have to let people refer us to their friends inside their circles and their different networks. So one of the ways we do that is through our supportive programs or our secondary programs. And it really works well on the donor side too, because a lot of times when we meet a new donor, when we meet new community members, they would rather give me a box of diapers than give me $20. Fine. If you want to give me those diapers, I will give them to a military family. And I can start building relationship on my community side, on my donor side. And then also I can use that to offset a cost and have a positive brand impression with a young military family. And they can remember that staff has helped them. And when we really get in financial trouble, that's what they're all about. So the community members, we have a lot of programs where folks donate goods. And we have a Christmas program. We have a Thanksgiving program. We have an Easter program. We have a back to school program. And we have a warehouse area kind of set up where military families can just kind of get stuff. And most of it revolves around what young families would need. So baby clothes, diapers, wipes, toys, books, breastfeeding supplies, cribs, car seats, strollers, all kinds of stuff. And those families can come get that stuff anytime. And again, that all sets a cost for them and and has a positive brand impression for us. And, And when they're shopping for that stuff there, they're spending their time with a social worker. And they're just chatting through these issues. And the social worker is continuing to help them feel supportive and build that relationship. And ideally, it's about 10, if we can get somebody in the warehouse or to one of our secondary programs about four times, there's a 10% chance that they're going to self-select into that emergency financial counseling program to, to battle their financial dragon. So volunteers to come in and help execute those programs is fantastic. Volunteers to help us collect that merchandise. Last year, we collected about a million and a half dollars worth of merchandise and, and put that in the hands of young military families across Southern California and now Washington State. So we'll continue to grow that with the support of the community. And the community has always been, um, it's kind of their idea to be able to help us collect those things and enjoy that time. Them coming into the office to help us organize and then distribute those things is something the community can do. And then there's the fundraising aspect where we have to come up with the funding to pay the social workers and the infrastructure and the building and all that. And that information is also on our website under that donate tab. And we have the ability for folks to donate you know, any amount, either through regular donations or one-time donations. And if they want to just donate through their operational funds or to the capacity building campaign, those options are on the website. And they can go there or they could call us for more information or some other complex donations. We can take all of those. I'm speaking with Tony Taravainen, CEO and founder of Support the Enlisted Project, which serves young military and veteran families facing financial crisis. Is there a particular service member or military family whose step has helped that really stands out to you? Yeah, there's been a number of cases that stick out to me. And, you know, through emergency financial assistance clients, I don't see nearly as many as I used to, but I do see some because they contain exceptions that, you know, we have to continue to get permissions up as the cases get more complex or they, or they get larger. And I, some of the cases that have really stuck with me through the years are some of the simplest, and it's just really the way the team has handled and managed those. And 
I remember a story where we had a, a very large Marine came into our office one day and it was about 4.30 on a Friday afternoon, not a payday Friday. So he knew this time was coming and he, he'd been thinking about it all week. And he drove over to our office and he walked up the stairs to our second floor office and he walked in and just filled the entire door, just a, a, a linebacker size, professional football player size person in his Marine Corps uniform. And this little tiny social worker just came up to him and smiled her, her big smile and said, can I help you? You know, he didn't have his lines recited. He didn't have the speech out down. It was just, he just shared that he, he didn't have enough food to feed his kids that night. And he was tired of it. And he was told that we could help him. And he just really wanted to be able to feed his kids. And if he would have come into the office and told that to me, we all heard him. It was, he was in the lobby when he started this conversation. This was our first office and it was a very small office. and Everybody knew everything. I would have grabbed my car keys and took him to the store and filled up his trunk with groceries for his kids. But for the long-term solution, that's really not the answer. And this is really where our program comes into place because, you know, that social worker, what she heard was, I want to change. What she heard was, I want your help. And she heard, I want to do this now. And she comforted him and said, let's go in the back in private and talk. And they went back in the, in the small office in the, in, the, in the case room back there and started talking. And she started the conversation about why it was important, finding out why it was important that he fed his kids. And it, it may seem like a very odd question. But he came in and he exposed a tiny thread of desire to change. And her job is to grab that thread and start to pull it and convince him that he can actually change. Take that whisper into a roar and get him on top of that change mountain. And so she starts asking the questions like, why is it important that you feed your family? What kind of parent do you want to be? What kind of parent don't you want to be? What are your priorities with your children? What do you want your children to grow up like? And they start having this larger conversation about his life and what he wants for his life. And then they can get into how the finances play a piece of that. And then he'll finally talk enough and she'll listen enough and she'll put these breadcrumbs questions out there and get him to really dig into these depths of his mind, everything that he's been burying and hiding and get him to understand that, you know, he wishes he did have some kind of security flush fund or safety fund that this, so this never happens again. He wishes he could budget his money better. He wishes he did have money set aside for Christmas presents. He doesn't want to be a parent like this. He does want to instill these priorities in his child, whatever they are. And he can start painting this picture about his life is different than today. And then she can ask him questions about what's stopping you from doing this? What questions can I answer to help you get over that bridge? And she really lay out the pieces for him. And she did. And that Marine left our office that day and we gave him some emergency food and we gave him some gift cards to the grocery store and whatever else he needed to bridge him through that weekend. And he did more homework through over the weekend and they continued discussion for two weeks. And then after the two weeks, we had all his basic needs met. He had a plan. He had financial goals. He had a budget that worked cash flow positive. He had a debt reduction plan. And then we worked with him continually for the next 12 months to help him institutionalize those behaviors and turn those small wins into big wins. And after that one year period, that one trip up those stairs, kind of that almost like a walk of shame to go up to a room of people and admit that you can't feed your children is got to be some of the hardest things that a parent ever does. And knowing that's coming all week long and finally Friday afternoon is here and you have to do that trip to be able to take that moment from, you know, just the depths of this pain this Marine must have been feeling to be able to take him to this pinnacle, I think is an amazing process. And that story and you know thousands of others stick with me that way. If an enlisted member or military family needs help, how could they get in contact with you? The best way is through our website, teamstepusa.org. And just at the top right, you'll see the button for apply for service. Just click that button and fill out that application. Or our contact information is also there if you need a clarifying question or you just want to talk to somebody in the moment. 
we can do that and get a social worker on the phone with you. I've been speaking with Tony Taravainen, CEO and founder of Support the Enlisted Project, which serves young military and veteran families facing financial crisis. Any last thoughts for us or anything else you want us to know? I would just say that I'm really excited about the community's level of support for STEP over the last 11 years. It's been the community support that has got us here to this point today where, you know, us as a San Diego community come together and continue to push STEP over the line so that we can take the goodness that we've that we've originated here and bring it out to take care and change the lives permanently of more of our military and veteran families. Thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you for our freedom and thank you for making a difference in the lives of our military and veterans. Thank you. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.